tools for living, room to grow, a space of grace to become everything God wants us to be. You're listening to The Living Room Podcast with Joanna Weaver, episode 125. Hey, you guys, before we hop into the episode, I wanted to tell you about a free PDF download that's available in the show notes outlining the four powerful questions I'm going to be sharing with you today. You can go to joannaweaverbooks.com forward slash 125 and download it for yourself. So it's almost the new year and we're approaching that time where people are talking about goal setting and charting a course for the new year. But I want to suggest that we do something first before we start looking forward to the new year. Let's take a moment and look back because it's only as we begin to see where we've been that we can clearly see where we need to go. And so in this episode of the Living Room Podcast, I want to talk to you about four important questions that can help you do exactly that. The first question is this, what worked for me last year? What worked? Number two, what didn't work for me last year? Number three, what do I want to take with me into the new year? And number four, what do I want to leave behind? Well, I've identified five areas in my own life that I want to consider as I pray about these questions. The first is in my relationship, whether it's with your spouse or with your friends or with your children. I think these are great questions to ask. I also want to ask in the area of work, I want to ask in my home what works and what didn't work. I want to ask in my health. And I also especially want to ask the Lord, what is working for me spiritually and what do I need to leave behind? So let's start to unpack those questions. The first one is, what worked for me last year? Well, I recorded a whole video about this topic on my last YouTube video, things that worked for me in 2023. In Romans 12, 3, Paul writes, to think of ourselves with sober judgment. To me, that means take an honest look at yourself, evaluate it correctly and accurately. Don't think too highly of yourself, but be sure not to think too lowly. Don't miss the wins that you've experienced because all you can see is the fails. Now, you don't need to worry about that. Let's just spread it out before the Lord and see what He sees and let Him call it what He calls it and just agree with the diagnosis. Because as we give the Holy Spirit access to our lives and, and begin to think honestly about our lives, well, we begin to change. Because here's the deal. God loves to transform us. I love what John Newton once said, I am not what I might be. I am not what I ought to be. I am not what I wish to be. I am not what I hope to be. But I thank God I am not what I once was. And I can say with the great apostle, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I love that because we don't have to get paralyzed by our analysis of the situation. Instead, we can just say, okay, Lord, just help me look at this honestly and then show me the ways where you would like me to change. As I began to look 
at last year. I remembered a book title that I heard about, The Gap and the Gain. You know, so often all we do is fixate on the gap. We see how far that we have to go, that we completely disregard the gain. So take a moment and just look at what worked last year. Where did you grow? What did you get better at? What habit were you able to break? And were this, was there a new habit that you were able to replace it with? Let's look for even bigger baby steps of gain and progress. That brings us to the second question. After we've looked at what worked, let's take a moment to consider with the Lord's help, what didn't work this past year? I have seen so many gains. I'm so grateful. I've seen so many gains, but there were some things that didn't work. And one of them, one of them has to do with my schedule. I, I keep wanting to be more productive and to use my time more wisely. And and I've got some systems set up that I think are close, but they're not quite there. And in fact, you know what? They might not work at all. But what I've found myself doing is even though I've scheduled things and I've said, okay, this is what I'm going to do today, those things that I don't want to do, oh, I find all kinds of reasons not to do them. Whether it be, oh, I've got to be there for that person, or oh my goodness, I've got to clean that closet. I can find all sorts of excuses not to do the thing that I said I would do. And here's the problem with that. In not keeping promises to myself, I secretly consider myself an untrustworthy person. And I don't like that feeling because it really does just set me up for more failure rather than those baby steps of progress that I long to have. So if there's something that you've been working on this year, and maybe you've seen a little bit of forward progress, but you just feel like, I don't know if this is working for me. Well, let's just take it to the Lord and and see. You know, it may be the right goal, but perhaps it's the wrong method. Well, let's ask the Lord for wisdom because He wants to give it to us. But I also suggest that if you have that goal that just keeps tripping you up and you can't seem to get any victory in, maybe, just maybe, you bring that goal to the Lord and find out, is this as important to you as I think it is? Maybe there's another area where God wants to give you the grace to help you succeed. So now we move to number three, What do you want to take into your new year? Well, I do know that I want to get victory over that word schedule. I want to find some forward progress there. I've been willing to let go of perfection, but I want to see some progress because I feel like it's one of those things that keeps tripping me up that the Lord wants to give me victory in. But what is that thing that the Lord might say to you that he's like, okay, we've been working this year in that area, but let's carry that on into the new year because I have even more progress for you. Or even more importantly, perhaps there's something in last year where you had a major breakthrough. And and rather than bringing it as your top priority, I want to encourage you, at least bring it along into the new year, because it's that repetition of that victory that builds a new pattern and sets you up for long-term victory in that specific area. For me, as I've been looking back over the years, I've seen that I've really experienced some victory in having a regular quiet time with the Lord. And I've also seen some of the things that are helping me do that. 
The first and probably most important is that I leave my Bible and my journal out where I can easily see them. It's where I have coffee each morning. And so it's just kind of just become a part of my morning routine that I get my cup of coffee and I spend time with the Lord in His Word and in prayer. And so I want to make sure that I don't abandon the game, that I take that practice into the new year and even expand it if possible. But I have discovered that there are some really good things that the Lord asked me to lay down this last year that I've got to be willing to leave behind. And I talk a little bit about that in the video as well. Some areas of leadership that I've loved, but I've known that it's time to hand off to someone else. And I want to be careful not to fill that empty spot with more things. In fact, I kind of want to take that empty space into the new year because I want to be available to the Lord if there would be something else that he was asked me to do. So as you're thinking about what you want to take into the new year, realize that it could be that those things that you're leaving behind are going to open up more time to spend with the Lord, more time to spend with your family, more time perhaps to tie up some loose ends in your life that have been draining away your energy. I don't know how God's going to use that empty time for you, but don't be quick to fill it. Instead, just lay it out before the Lord and say, What would you want to do with this space, Lord? I give it to you. Which brings us to the next question. What do you want to leave behind? And perhaps the better question would be, what do you need to leave behind? You know, the Lord has been really showing me this past year some false beliefs that I've internalized as truths, um, some things that while they look good on the surface, they might even be biblical and noble, but the enemy has been able to twist them into a weapon against me. And so I'm just trying to keep an open conversation with the Lord about some of those things because I'm tired of getting tripped up by the same things over and over. I'll probably make a video about this sometime. But for me, there is this counterfeit humility that God has shown me and shown me how it's been tripping me up rather than serving me. Though it started out as a pure desire to be humble and and open before Him, it has actually begun to cripple me because I'm so afraid of a misstep. Sometimes I don't step out for Him or I'm so terrified of pride and appearing prideful that I don't walk in the humble boldness that he's called me to have. So I don't know what you need to leave behind, but I can tell you this, it is a worthy conversation to have with the Lord. Ask him, Lord, is there any patterns or habits or behaviors that I I keep turning to rather than you? Are there some false beliefs like I had that are keeping you bound? Are there past traumas or mistakes that you've made that keep you bound by shame and guilt? Let's leave those at the foot of the cross. Let's not carry all that old baggage into the new year. If you've confessed your sins, my friend, you are forgiven and you don't have to drag that shame. You don't have to wear that heavy cloak of guilt any longer. Let's let Jesus unlock that ball and chain, and then let's leave that ball and chain at the cross, because God wants to show you how to run unhindered in the lane and the race He's marked out for you. 
one of my favorite verses is Philippians 3, 13 through 14. And it says this, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of that. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Listen, you guys, we were made for freedom. We were made to run free in the path of His commands. And so let's just strip off all of the sin and all of the heavy weights that so easily entangle us so that we can run free into all that God has for us. Let's take time to examine what worked and what didn't work, what we need to carry on into the new and what we need to leave behind. Because as we empty all that excess baggage, oh, you guys, we're going to experience a deep freedom in this new year, a freedom that helps us live and love and lead like Jesus. See you next time.